You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. Welcome to Radio Primavera Sound. Quentin Lepoutre? Quentin, that? that's me, that's me, but only my mother calls me Quentin, so... <laughs> So we should continue with mid, or it will get a bit too personal. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, I just, I just wanted an excuse to to put on a French accent, which is, uh, you know, uh, French house producer uh, and DJ extraordinaire, a man with a platinum record. Yeah, not not yeah. everyone has yeah. one of them. Uh, and you were DJing at Rasmataz uh, in Barcelona just this weekend. Yeah. And you, you're right, you're wearing shades, it's a Monday morning, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise it's not for my star um, swag, it's really because I feel better like that, because I had a long week and I played in Madrid first on right. Friday, and and yesterday in... in so, yeah, we can say yesterday in Rasmatas, so yeah, it was a long weekend, but really, really exciting. So I start my my week with shades on but really 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 happy and did the gig go well yeah 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 you know uh spain for me is like a big territory uh and every time i come to barcelona especially it's big parties it was a sold out on 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 a saturday night it was really really fun and uh i would have been there but you know children <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason. <laughs> exactly. Because you, you played you played Primavera this year with the uh, live band? Last year. Last, last year. year. Oh, yeah. I, get, I get massively confused. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really special for me because uh, so I was touring uh, for my album with my live band. So I was more singing, uh, performing my own songs with my musicians and stuff. And this time we played Primavera at 4 a.m. Wow. Or I maybe even 4.30, I think. Yeah. So it was really, really funny to play because it was half electronic, half pop live. I mean, I'm front stage singing and everything, but at 4.30, it's like, wow, <laughs> it's really intense. It was, it was really fun and really good. Which stage were you on? Do you remember? The Cup- Cupra. Ah, right. Okay. Uh-uh. Oh, big. Big stage. Big, big, big. big. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's... Big stage, but really, really fun. We played after... Um, Fred again and DJ Shadow. Ah, right, right, right. They warmed up for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was going to ask this later, but I mean, why not now? Like, why, why did you start off doing a live band? Because obviously, you know, you've got background in, in, in electronic music. Why, why did you decide to go live? Uh, because uh, my album uh, was mostly music where I sing on, even if I sample myself or sing with like, a choir and everything um, it's mostly me singing and I felt that when I was DJing as I, I love DJing but when I was DJing I missed a bit of emotion I mean playing your song and performing performing it live in terms of emotion and the connection with the audience is not the same and I really wanted I always admired the shows where there is new versions bootlegs between songs uh, so I really wanted to give that to my audience so I decided to do this live which was pretty hard because I've never sung on the stage before so it was a long journey to be comfortable as when I'm on stage DJing I'm 
at ease, can I say that? And it's like easy and 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 like fluid. But when it the first time I went on stage, I remember because it was for a radio and it was filmed, and I had to sing my song, and I everyone was so disappointed. Really? Me the first because they they look at my video DJing, they look at my music videos, and I'm dancing, I'm singing, I'm cracking jokes and everything. But when it came on to to sing on stage, I was like a 10 years old child in front of the class, you know, like looking at my feet. And so uh, I took the, in French we say, le, coro, le taureau par les cornes, it's like the bull by the... The horns, yeah, yeah. yeah you can say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I got like help by really wonderful people to like, how do you fucking get comfortable on stage and how do you can I be myself on stage and after some work uh, I felt better and now I'm it's okay and it's really fun for me to be on stage because it's quite it's quite a brave thing to do it's been very easy to DJ you know forever (laughs) you know it's quite brave to actually get up there I mean it's one thing singing on record but singing live that's like yeah, but that's also like the emotion you get back from the audience. I think it's giving emotions, but it's also like, I feel that even if you do a crazy, crazy, crazy DJ set in a wonderful club in with amazing lights and even with the videos behind you and everything, it will never be as much a memorable thing for the audience than when you are on stage and you will share the fragil- fragility of the... Uh, the musicians playing live, the drums playing live, the you singing live. It's always on the on the thin line of everything can stop. There, there can be a problem. You can change the songs, and you are way more fragile. And the public, uh, the audience uh, feels it. Is that maybe to do with your musical experiences growing up? I mean, did you grow up like more seeing bands live than than seeing DJs? Or no, actually, I. St- started doing music, watching Fatboy Slim, DJing in Brighton. So I look at him and I'm like, okay, it's like when you watch, uh, you're, you're young and, and you look at uh, Led Zeppelin and you're like, I need a guitar. <laughs> and me, I looked at Fatboy Slim in front of 200,000 people in Brighton and I was like, okay, I want turntables now and I need to learn how to do that. So it was electronic music, electronic music, electronic music. But... Then, okay, there were maybe few lives I've seen, but like in 2007, there was a Daft Punk live in Paris and I was still young and a young producer, so it was like crazy, okay? Like, uh, you are, yeah, it's like the big pyramid, you know? But, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. So it was like memorable for me. Uh, and I've seen like the how to rework the songs and how what's the emotion more than a DJ. And also, I used to have bands too before. So with my band from before Club Cheval, we did a live show, which was mostly machine. And for me, I think it was not a good idea to do only machines. So that's why also I made my live more live with talking to the audience. I can help someone. No, uh, just them. I think they're coming through the glass. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> and and uh, and before when I started music, at first I was DJing on the side, but I had like a kind of a 
punk band, electronic punk band when I was playing keyboard. So I always had the live around me and I was always excited about the live. So I think it was normal for me to do a live show. See, I'm interested that you were inspired by Fatboy Slim because Fatboy Slim was absolutely massive and still is absolutely massive, actually. But you don't hear all that many people talk about him as an influence, I don't think. Um, what did you like about him? What, what, did, what was crazy for me is like, um, I, I was fan of, of electronic music, but for him, what I really enjoyed is a mix of influences first, like uh, he was at the same time doing acid, but managing to rework the acid and make it pop and listenable by kids, your mom, <laughs> uh, radio, with it a crazy good image, like we remember the music videos, like many music videos and really creative and interesting music videos. And also is a king of sampling and as a French kid you you're, you're born with the the, the what can I, how can I say that like the fairy of uh, sampling <laughs> over you I mean it's part of the French culture to sample when you hear any French electronic music artists we are sampling 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 and so this time um, when I see like all this like image funny but also DJing seriously uh, playing house records mixed with acid records, uh, mixed with techno too, and all that with a smile. For me, that's the the perfect. I was like, I want to be this guy, and uh, and yeah, that that's why I started with that. I was like, wow, okay, he's mixing everything that I like: pop, sampling. Uh, Electron, uh, really like picky electronic influences and a good DJ. So, hmm. so you, you mentioned Club Cheval, uh -huh. your, your, your first group. I'm, I think it's really interesting because you do not get many f groups of four people making electronic music. There's very few, in fact. Um, and I'm wondering what that, was, what, what that was like. I mean, was it quite difficult in a way having four different people? Or was it kind of brilliant to have like four, four, four different creative inputs. To start, it's amazing because you have friends that, that push you up to work, go to the studio, get new ideas. And when you're young, you would like you're overconfident. <laughs> so you're like, oh, we're going to kill the world. Oh, we're going we're gonna to do better than anyone else. And when you are four, it's like a group of friends. So for us, it's what, it was really... Um, okay, we're gonna we're gonna change the world. That was that was us at twenty years old. Okay, so and uh, so at the beginning it's really good, and for me it was a really good formation. I always say it's like my uh, military uh, class, like to learn how to use a computer, synthesizers, how to finish an album, how to finish an EP, how to finish a song. And when you are all together, you can help each other how to write a melody, how to I don't know. It can be like it's really working together. It was like like uh, being a class of four people wanting to go forward and thinking we are the best, which was at some point a problem because uh, you're not the best. <laughs> and after after six years of having this band all together, we toured, we made the live, we made an album. 
and that became a bit more complicated because uh, when you start to know what you want to do, unfortunately, you discover that uh, having a band, it's, it's also putting most of your influences apart. So you miss that and and uh, being always have to ask three other people about, is it good? Do you like it? Oh, no. And argue or have to convince three people that this thing is good. Sometimes it's, it starts after six years to be tiring. Mm. I really, I still really love them. But uh, it's like when you, you know, during confinement, there were lots of couples that broke up. <laughs> Mine too. Okay. I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's life. It's <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same, like after six years being 24-7 in studio with three other guys, uh, at some point I was like, okay, I need to get my things back and focus on what I really want and not only focusing on on how can I make everything work, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's actually a blessing and a curse, but uh, it's good. I mean, was that basically why you sort of had a parallel solo career. Your first solo record came out in 2011 when Club Cheval was still operating. Was that basically, okay, now I want my ideas. This is pure me. Yeah, that's it. But when you have a band, it's like when you have a side job and you have a passion and a, and a, a, passion and a side job. Uh, you cannot really focus on your passion if you have a side job because you wake up in the morning, you go to work, and then you go back home and you have one hour to do your passion. So you can be a professional from your passion by only keeping it as a side thing. So I did EPs first, but I really needed to spend time on my music 100% to really do what I did. And that's how the first, I mean, the real start of my solo career arrived in 2017 because I spent a fucking year in just wearing underwear in my living room. <laughs> my studio was in my living room uh, trying to mix uh, folk uh, and and rock music with electronic music and, and it was like, okay, how do I do that? And I had to, I needed that time and it couldn't be a side thing from the band. Why did you come up with that kind of mixture? Because that's, the two things I love the most and and as I told you like French people are really into sampling French people are also I don't know why exactly but there is a big culture of um, mixing genre uh, when you listen to when you listen to for example Justice they're mixing rock and electronic music Daft Punk you listen it's like disco and electronic music and uh, I don't know why everyone wants to mix genre in France it's part of the thing and uh, and me I was a big big fan from years from Californian music um, uh, indie indie rock indie pop and electronic mu music obviously as I never stopped to listen to it and really really like it so I was like, okay, I really need to make this recipe happen. And so that's, it's like, I really love chocolate and I really <laughs> love muscles. So let's, 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 let, I have one year to make it happen. The idea of chocolate and muscles on a Monday morning. Is <laughs> mm, that's, <laughs> muscles are from Lille actually. It's a specialty from Lille. Okay. From my hometown. Muscles. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't mention hip-hop, and you've done a lot of work with hip-hop. Yeah. Um, but presumably that's another that's another musical love, right? Uh, yeah, that's, that, that's not a, 
I, I would say it's not an influence for me uh, in a way. I, I listen to it sometimes because I'm pretty excited about the producers, the, rap, the rappers and stuff, but that's not part of my musical environment. But uh, I get invited or I to rap studios because rap producers and rappers are really, they are really curious and the rap is going so fast that they want people that are creative to make oh what's the new song what's the new song let's make something fresh 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 and so i get few times in, invited by rappers to to make beats for them or producers and that was amazing to to be surrounded that people that invite me only to be creative and that that was maybe the first time I felt that much uh, considered for my sp special sound. I'm making quotes with my uh, <laughs> with my fingers, um, and not for because at the same time we were with Club Cheval going to LA doing session, and it was like, oh man, let's make a hit. Oh, let's make a big top line for a good chorus. At the same time, I was going to Atlanta working with like rappers, and they were like, man, do whatever you want, but do something that is like cool and fuck the fuck the chorus let's do like something just interesting because you work with club Chevalier, you worked with uh theophilus london for example how did yeah that, uh, on a track that features kanye west as well which yeah. is not bad how did that come about yeah and uh they, it was like that at, the, at that time we had this this um this crew and label named bromance bromance was um uh, uh if you know him yeah yeah, um, yeah. brodinski uh and uh, and it was like a, a french label uh and and theophilus came to us like to I, w I will tell you a really funny story about that because time passed. And so Theophilus contacted us and he's like, "Okay, I want you, I want you, in I want you in studio with me to produce my next album." And we liked him like uh, the music is good, he's creative, and he sings well and he raps well. And so we he's like, "Okay, you should come at the studio. I will be in Paris. I rent a studio, and I <laughs> I'm thinking about the story. It's pretty really it's, it's really fun. It's it's like really French. Okay, so, and he's like, I rent a studio, you should come at 10 a.m. Like a club cheval, so it's four of us and Brodinski. So, and we arrive at the studio and there is five other French producers <laughs> there. And we know them, of course, but, and because obviously in France, everyone knows each other. But us, we always said like, okay, if you want us and you ask us to come for your album, we are not, it's not LA in Paris. Yeah, yeah. In Paris, it's Paris. If, if it's in LA, you're like, a, there is a line in front of the studio to be like, please listen to my beat, listen. And he's like, yes, no, yes, no. So we arrive to the studio. We look at the producer. We look at each other and we're like, okay, we leave. Whoa. So we left. We left without saying nothing. <laughs> but the good thing about that, we we were really cocky at the time. Okay, it's not, we change. I promise. And and no, what's good with that is that we left, and they totally understand because they called us like, oh, what's happening? We are like, well, you know what's happening. 
you you totally know what's happening it's like you're dating a girl and there is already like three other girls in it what what the fuck like uh, and they're like no no but uh, that's really you that Theophilus want we just wanted to try in case of uh, it's oh. not working and we are like okay so plan another session and we work together and so they plan another session and we became really really good friends with Theophilus and the relationship was was even stronger because he was like okay I really want you and so we spend lots of time with him and we spend some time also a really fun time in in LA and in Palm Springs he rented a, a big villa and he put like a full analog studio that was really interesting for us because we are really into like uh, synthesizers and stuff and him he was really he was really into at least that uh, 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 it was really into like a uh, doing the his album live and you, you should i think this album is pretty un underrated uh, the sound is amazing artistic direction was by um, Karl Lagerfeld <laughs> and Kanye you can and and so we we worked uh, we worked few months with him after no news and one day we received an email with a mp3 in it and it's <laughs> Kanye that did a beat on our song and rapped on it. That's not bad, eh? <laughs> that was crazy. It's a good day. That, that, <laughs> that's vibe, isn't it? The album. Yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's vibes. Yeah. That's the vibe. Vibe album is is uh, really really interesting. I really like the sound. Uh, it's um, yeah. And uh, as I mentioned, you've worked with a lot of French um, hip hop artists. I don't know as much French hip hop as as I should, but some names like La Cream, uh, uh, Alonso. Uh, which which song got you the platinum disc? Uh, I I got two platinum. Oh discs. my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, I got few actually, but uh, I'm really happy to say I also I just got one for the sun too. Ah, congratulations, congratulations! <laughs> no, I'm really I'm really really happy of it. And uh, no, no, it was for uh, uh, one big song I made. It was for this rapper SCH. SCH, it's a mm. rapper from Marseille. You sh even if you're an English speaker, you should listen to SCH as he's pretty creative and the beats are good and the melodies are good. And um, so, yeah, that's that's part of... Uh, okay, I will. I, I, would, I would say this one, it's really, really interesting. Like uh, SCH has always been like pretty creative and interesting. Because I, th I think it's very interesting how there is this quite big crossover between like French electronic musicians and hip hop. I mean, like going back to you know like Cassius working with MC Solar mm. and, and things like that. I think it gives it a kind of a different vibe. I suppose you're right. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, when you hear like, for example, what I would say is the best album to listen to is uh, uh, the album produced by DJ Medi. Uh, 113 yeah uh, 113 is in Fr in English it's 113 <laughs> <laughs> so you can you should listen to Les Princes de la Ville mm -hmm. it's a amazing French rap album and really really creative in the samples in the way it's produced and what's interesting in that is like a rap banger has to be danceable so if you put an electronic music producer whose job is to make people dance, you have more chances to to make it special and to make it like a, to make it to make it like a danceable because that's how it works. And I like the accidents that electronic music producer made 
compared to some rap producers that is really like a, there is a recipe of how to make a trap beat for example yeah when you listen I, one last story I come I just pull up on the Theophilus London story mm -hmm. at that time we didn't know how to make le, the trap uh, hats the yeah you get it yeah oh yeah listen please listen to Can't Stop by Theophilus London listen to this horrible <laughs> trap hats it's not trap hats it's nothing it's like tick, 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 tick. but it makes the sound special and that's and that I love also and it's part of my whole music it's like accidents and in studio it's always 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 good to have accidents you take someone that is not supposed to be there you take electronic music producer to make rap you take a rapper to make electronic music it's always a good match So in 2017, you signed to Ed Banger, legendary, legendary label. How did you feel? I mean, I'm saying for me, it's a legendary label. Um, I, it would be amazing to sign. But how did you feel? I mean, did you did you grow up listening to all that sort of Justice, oh, of Sebastien, all that? Of, that course. <laughs> of course, of course. It's like um, I think one of my first vinyls was was a uh, We Are Your Friends by Justice. So yeah, and I was I'm I, I was a big fan and I'm still a big fan. And that's maybe the thing about Ed Banger, like uh, lots of artists are fan of each other work. Yeah. Is that's what makes it a family. And at that time in 2017 I I I couldn't be more happy. I mean just imagine I was with a band that was getting a bit toxic for my creativity. I don't say they are toxic. I'm saying that the yes. work together and da, da, da. I spent one fucking year by myself producing, finally managing to make something I'm happy. I'm happy and proud of. It's a three tracks EP. And I go to Ed Banger and Pedro himself says, okay, let's go. And I'm like, what the fuck? See, this is something I love about Ed Banger because they had all that, all of that success with like I call them second wave French, actually, you know, Justice Sebastien, things like that. And then, you know, like 2010s, 2000, they they had like another whole lot of success. People like yourself, when it was like they they didn't abandon what they had before, but it was like okay, here's new stuff. We're not gonna get we're not gonna get stuck in like the 2000s. We're gonna come up with these new French artists making house music, but like doing it kind of differently. Yeah, that that's the thing about Pedro. Like uh, Pedro has been cool for for years. He's uh, he's maybe one of the good ambassador of cools worldwide. You know, like the real cool, not the cool, the superficial cool. You know, but uh, he he really likes the skateboard. He really likes Farrell, uh, <laughs> and he, you know what I mean. He, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And and he really likes music too. And he he's totally following his heart about music and his taste. And that's the special. What's special about Ed Banger? You never have to forget that. Ed Banger is Pedro. It's like the same. It's not like a, a 12 people thinking about what's the next cool thing. It's Pedro listening to something and saying, okay, yes, let's let's do it. So without being um, self-effacing, what do you bring to Ed Banger? Because there's no way they're going to, there's no <laughs> way they're going to sign your record if you don't bring something to them. If you just come up with like, something unoriginal Ed Banger wouldn't sign it what do you think you bring or what, or what does Pedro say that, that you you bring 
You should ask him. It's a bit hard to talk about myself like that, you know. That my uh, what what did I bring? Um, I bring the sun. <laughs> I mean the song and the sun itself, you know. As maybe the label in a way, uh, Justice Sebastian. It's really dark in a, in a. I mean musically and mm. even the image is a bit dark, like the saturated the disco or metal or electronic music. And maybe I bring something a bit um, lighter. Mm -hmm. That's maybe what I what I what I could say. And so, but lighter in many ways, like maybe light, like the light itself, but also something light in terms of uh, image and message, a bit more, a bit of fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I know that's what Pedro likes, and he. Totally trust me on that, so I, I really need to thank him for that because it was like a. But it, he, I have to say that he also helped me to focus on that. I mean, the first meetings we had together, one of the first meeting, the real meeting was like, how do we name the tracks? Because the sun was not named the sun before; it was named uh, Demo Forty uh, Five, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> not a great name. <laughs> no, and with Club Cheval, we were always thinking about, a, oh, let's think about a weird idea because we cannot do like... And the first thing he told me, and that was really helpful for me, was like, man, listen to this song. It's you, you're, you're, you're warm, you're, the song is talking about the sun, your image is really, really like holiday vibe and stuff. Man, You're not in Club Cheval anymore. Don't overthink everything. Your song is named The Sun. And uh, I was just looking up 75 million listens on Spotify. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's not bad. That's not bad. No, no, but that, that's, and that's part of Pedro's uh, really, really big thing is that is, uh, is, okay, let's be simple and let's connect the dots together in a really easy way. You see, this is an interesting thing that, for me that that you're from you're from Lille uh -huh. in in the north of France, um, which isn't that sunny, and um, you live in Paris, which again, lovely place, but like not not that sunny. I for some reason I always thought of you as very southern French, you know, like Provence or something like that. I guess because of mm. you're not French because you you could say looking at my skin my skin tone and how burn I get <laughs> I easily get burned under the sun you would know that I'm I'm more like a even UK more than more than south of France Marseille or anything but no it means like a, you know when your parents are maniac about like a, the tidying up the the house yeah. you you get really messy So me, I lived until the fucking rain. <laughs> so I grew up wanting, wanting absolutely lots of sun and blue sky. That makes sense. Why did you call your debut album Born a Loser? <laughs> Interesting, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, that was, that was a kind of a thinking when I was doing this album, so I was still in my living room uh, by myself. And I sampling music and trying to mix pop and electronic music and I was like that's crazy because when I started to do music 
it was kind of the same setup. I mean, I was in my teenager room trying to copy uh, Fatboy Slim, listening to how he mixed discs together and how he sample and how he makes it a good song. And so I was like, that's funny because the loser that I thought I was when I was young because I was a crazy geek you know I was not the kind of I was not I was not the cool kid uh, uh, I, wa I was like a, because I also at that time when I was 14 electronic music was not as cool as mm. now you know being a fan of the prodigy was not cool now it is <laughs> and and I mean I mean that so it was kind of a hug to the 14 years old myself like okay born loser but here we are and that's who we are and that's what makes us do what we do now which is quite inspiring yeah <laughs> so we're, we're gonna we're gonna have to end soon um but um i just wanted to ask i've been as i was looking up your spotify i noticed you're uh playing in bangalore and mumbai <laughs> yeah in november um that's going to be quite something. Have you played India before? Like, no, first time, first time. And do you have, I mean, it's a digital event, so it's like a known, like, uh, um, promoter, I think? No, it is, it is. I think it's a body. Yeah? Yeah. Um, what do you expect? I mean, do you have any idea what to expect? You, you... No, I don't know, but uh, I, I'm pretty excited to discover new countries, of course, and and... I don't have time to stay, unfortunately. Oh. But it, sometimes, you know, I don't want to feel guilty of not staying in countries. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I go. It's I'm gonna play. I'm gonna have fun during the party and stuff, and I will come back with friends and spend time, real time, in there. But uh, no, I don't know what to expect. But. Uh, I totally trust my booking agent. <laughs> no, no, I trust him in a way. I mean. Uh, I know he told me like uh, India's parties are really, really good. So I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be amazing. It's on November 17th, Bangalore, November the 18th in Mumbai. If the Bangaloreans are listening. Oh, we're big in Bangalore. Good. <laughs> Love to you all. And what, what else? What else? What's coming up next? Uh I'm I'm in studio right now. Like uh, finally, after so I, it's been a year and a half of live tour. Now a year of uh, of DJ tour. Uh, so now I'm back in studio in Paris. I just build a studio in Paris. Nice. So I'm really really happy about it. I I can finally get back because as I told you, it's always hard for me at least like uh, to do music as a side thing. And what I really like in life is being eight hours a day in a room making music. Mm. That makes me really, really, really happy. And I kind of forget about that when I was on tour because you're, when you're on tour, you're entertained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You meet people, you party, you go to restaurant and you see stuff and someone is bringing you around and stuff. But I forgot that I really love to be in by myself in this room in front of this computer and these <laughs> synthesizers making music. So... I'm back in studio and we're going to see what happens. Ned, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming Thanks in. Thanks a lot. Uh, we could have talked a lot longer, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Thank Thanks you. Thanks a lot. You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. Cupra.